Hey, welcome to the First Church of Christ podcast. Uh, we are going to be doing a few uh, messages here over the next few days on evangelism. Uh, with the uh, events going on around uh, the world and many churches uh, being uh, closed uh, for the time being um, with the, uh, the health situation, uh, <clears throat> it gives the church an incredible opportunity. We are uh, we have the chance to uh, truly follow the words uh, of Jesus in Matthew 28 to therefore go. <laughs> That's the first part, but to go and make disciples. Uh, we are used to uh, people coming to the church to look for hope in times of crisis. And with church buildings being closed, we get the opportunity to do what Jesus has wanted us to do, uh, to go into the world and to make disciples, to tell people about him and uh, who he is and what he's like and what he did and why it was necessary. So uh, we want to go over some ways that you can talk to people about uh, who Jesus is and what he did. And uh, this one is going to be, all the Bible verses are going to be from the book of Romans. It is a letter that Paul, uh, a guy named Paul, wrote to a church in Rome. And uh, all the Bible verses I'm going to use today are going to come out of there. This is actually called uh, the Roman Road, and uh, it's not real complicated to use. If you uh, have a piece of paper or a napkin or something, uh, you can even <clears throat> draw some very easy things to just give to the person that you're talking to. And So that would start with a road down the middle of it. And on one side, uh, you could put uh, Romans 1.16. And that says that I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I know that it, it's the power for salvation. <clears throat> and um, if you're an artist, you could draw uh, somebody punching through a wall or something to indicate power at that point. But the rest of the verses, I'll give you more specific things for. So uh, the next one is Romans 3.23. And it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And so for that one, there is an archery target. So like a dartboard, there's a bullseye in the middle, and there are arrows that are not hitting the target. Okay, so the glory of God is the goal. That is the, the target, and we fall short of that target. We, we fall short of the glory of God, and the reason for that is sin. We, we miss the target. I mean, sometimes we literally miss the target, not just missing the bullseye, but missing the entire thing. And uh, God wants a relationship with us. But when sin entered the world, way back in the beginning of the Bible, we have the story of that happening. Uh, sin separated us from God. Okay, And uh, it wasn't something that God wanted, but he allows people to have the choice. We can choose to embrace him. We can choose to reject him. And when people chose to bring sin into the world, all of those years ago, it affected everything since, including us. And so we now, uh, we fall short of the glory of God. Um, Romans 6.23 tells us the consequences of that. It says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And so uh, that's Romans 6.23. And if you're drawing a picture there, it may be a tombstone. Because the, the wages of sin is, is death. The consequence for sin is death. And it's a twofold death. It's uh, the physical death that everyone on earth experiences eventually in their lives. Uh, 
uh, that came into the world through sin. But also, uh, if we die on earth and we are still separated from God, then there is a spiritual death that, that takes place that is something we can't come back from. And that is what God is really concerned about for us. He wants a relationship with us, but he wants one that is going to last forever, one that is not going to keep us separated from him forever. And so that while that plays out here on earth, it is the gift of God is eternal life. Not that we don't still face physical death on earth, but eternal life and eternal spiritual life with God. And hopefully that'll become a little more clear as we go through some more of these verses. But the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And one of the most important words out of that sentence is the word gift. God offers this to us. And he's going to explain what this gift is like and what it's for and uh, how uh, how it, it is supposed to be used. So Romans 5.8. Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrates his love for us while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. And so if you're drawing a picture there, it might be the, a, a cross. Because the cross is the way that God shows his love for us. Um, while we were still sinners, while we are still separated from God, while we are still rejecting him, and maybe even desiring to get back to him, but sin is separating us, is keeping us separated from God. That's when God shows the depth of his love for us. That's when Jesus dies for us. And the Bible tells us that that Jesus uh, taught for a few years, and then he was executed by uh, the Roman government, by the Jewish government, honestly, the religious, at least, the religious uh, body at that time uh, and the people at that time at that moment uh, largely rejected Jesus so that uh, he would be executed now you can argue from what the Bible says that they many of them were tripped into that or uh, or uh, maybe just led astray but uh, but Jesus died for us uh, while we were at our worst and Jesus is God's best. He gives his best for us while we were at our absolute worst. That's how he demonstrates his love for us. And that's the kind of love that he wants us to show to people. To serve, to help, to be kind and gentle. To love. The next verse is Romans 10, verse 9. And... Uh, here you might just write the words, Jesus is Lord, uh, or you could draw a heart next to that. Uh, Romans 10.9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. This is the idea that you are unashamed to say, yeah, I, I serve Jesus now. Yeah, I follow Christ. I uh, I am one of the, the children of God. All things that the Bible says about those who, who uh, give their lives to Jesus, who, who seek to, to follow him, who uh, embrace the gift that God offers us. So confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Um, now, 
people can just say those words and it means nothing. And so that's why the, the next half is in here. And, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Then you will be saved. Okay. Uh, you don't just say the words. Anybody could do that. But to say the words and to mean them, to believe it. If you do that, then you will be saved. Romans 6, 4 you might draw uh, some kind of water. Um, I don't know the picture I have is a circle, and there's the wavy lines indicating water halfway through it. There's a cross, uh, half submerged in water and half above. Here's what the verse says: Romans six four. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So Jesus died on the cross, but the Bible tells us that three days later, God raised him from the dead. And the word baptism means to immerse or to bury, and in this case, in, in water. So Jesus was buried for three days and then was raised to life. And with baptism, we are dunked. We are immersed into water, not for three days, okay? But we're dunked into water, and um, this water is a burial for us and we're brought out of the water and, and when we're brought out of the water what the what uh, this verse says is that so that we too may live a new life okay baptism connects us uh, to the resurrection of jesus and, and uh, gives us a new life it, it is the idea that that in baptism uh, our sins are, are washed off of us. And that when God looks at us at, from that, at that moment, uh, he sees what his son did for us, not what we have done to be separated from him. And from then on, we seek to live a new life. And so the, the last uh, verses here are Romans 12, 1 and 2. And here uh, you might draw somebody uh, bowing, uh, minor stick figures, but uh, you might draw somebody uh, bowing. Here's what it says, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so you have a new life, and with a new life comes new action. And so you offer your bodies to God as a living sacrifice because he has shown mercy. He didn't have to. He didn't have to send Jesus to die for us. He chose to do that. He wanted to, to uh, offer us a way to get back into relationship with him. And once we start that, that path of, of seeking him and, and serving him, uh, well, those words become even more important here that I just read. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Uh, there are things that we have probably accepted simply because we didn't really think about it and they were popular ideas. But instead of that, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of, of our minds is us 
continuing to seek God, and we do that through through the Bible. We do that through prayer. We do that through um, seeking out people who are closer to, to Jesus than we are, who have been believers longer and who are, are still seeking him and asking them questions and, and letting them mentor us and guide us to become closer to Christ uh, so that we can know what God's will is, so that we can stay in it. And we renew our minds by changing those patterns of behavior that don't honor God and replacing them with patterns that do. It's, it's when we start living what we say we believe, that we show people what God's love is look like. And this may be people who knew us before we, uh, before we learned who Jesus was, and they hear that we've become a Christian and they just don't believe it. Well, we can talk about it all we want, and talking about it's a good thing, but our actions are going to show whether or not we mean it, whether or not we're serious. And that's, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That transformation is a process. It is ongoing. It keeps happening. It never stops. That transformation that, that of the renewing of our mind is the struggle that we face on earth after we become followers of Jesus and before we get that eternal life after the end of this world. But as long as we're here, we are commanded to love God and to love people and to continue to work out what salvation means, even with fear and trembling, uh, as we serve Christ. So that is the Roman road. I hope that is uh, helpful to you. We'll have a couple more evangelism podcasts coming up over the next few days. And uh, hope you'll stop back by and uh, listen to those too.